Welcome to Precure Podcast Engage, the podcast we try and watch the entire Precure franchise. I am Charlie, your fairy partner, Chifo. And I'm protector of the light cure, Cassidy. And today we are watching episode 28 of Taiwa Max Heart, Verone Panic, the Naughty Ghost Hunting Princess. Also known as Verone's in a Panic, the Naughty Princess Ghost Hunt. <laughs> but to help us talk about this... A little weirdly named episode is a brand new guest, but longtime listener. Please introduce yourself. Hi. <laughs> I'm Crumpet. Any pronouns apply, but none will get the job. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. We should Hello. give our pronouns more often. We should. I, I, I think we've done it like maybe three times over the course of this podcast. If you don't remember my pronouns, they are she, sir, or he, him. And mine are she and they. Hell yeah. It's a Love pronouns. <laughs> They're good. All, all the nouns I have are amateurs. <laughs> That's why they're not getting jobs. Yep. I remember seeing Can't a, get paid. It was either a tweet or a post on Tumblr where I saw it says, uh, pronouns. Actually, I'm anti-nouns. I hate pe- people, places, or things. Actually, I've got a nooch nouns. They're on the, the inside of the atom. Mm. Is that how neutrons work? I don't remember physics. Yeah, <laughs> neutrons and protons make up the, the main body of an atom. Yeah. And then the <laughs> electrons fly about them. Yeah, that's the electronouns. <laughs> yes, but uh, th- welcome to the podcast. You have listened to all of our episodes. Every single episode. Not all of them. Every single episode as yet released at the time of recording. Yes. Yeah, okay. That's accurate. <laughs> Unless you somehow secretly got access to the episode we recorded last week. It's not out yet. Not unless you secretly got access to the half an episode that I have on my computer. <laughs> Do I still have that on here? Do you? Did I delete it? Did I finally delete it? Did you Did you delete the year without a Santa Claus? I think I did. I think oh. I no longer have no Santa. Oh no, well, truly is the year without a Santa Claus now. Listen, I kept that on my computer for like, you know, nine months, ten months. (laughs) Not only have you listened to all our episodes, but you've never actually watched Pretty Cure. Uh, I have seen precisely one episode of Pretty Cure, and it's the one we watched for today. How different is Pretty Cure, listening to us describe it, compared to watching it? The biggest thing that I noticed that I didn't expect was 
the pretty cure outfits like are very much busier than I expected. Mm. I didn't expect there to be like as many things on them. Well, they have more things on them now than they did before. No, but I mean like there's a lot of ruffles and there's a lot of texture. I expected it more of like uh like a Power Rangers or a Sailor Moon where it's like mostly one thing with like a couple of accents. Mm. This is like half accent. That's true. Did any of the uh, voices surprise you? Not terribly, but I had no like, no concept of what the voices were going to be to begin with. <laughs> That's right, but before we get into the uh, episode, I have more questions for you. Oh no, I, I wasn't prepared. It's time for an interrogation. <laughs> I played the fifth. So you've never watched Pretty Care before? Not a single episode. No. As established. As established. Just, I just, you know, that's the question I ask all of our yeah. guests. Based on this one episode, will you continue to watch Pretty Cure or will you just continue to listen to the podcast and us talk about it? I will absolutely not continue to watch, but I will continue to listen. That's all we can ask. Imagine if it was the other way around. You've convinced me to stop listening. I only watch now. <laughs> Rest in peace. Well, I can't believe we somehow lost a listener by introducing them to Pretty Cure. Now we're down to three listeners. <laughs> but the thing is, we're all very good listeners. I think about how uh, someone I play a bunch of tabletop games with listens to this podcast, but he never talks to me about it when we play games. Ah, for a second there, I thought you meant me. No, no, not you. It's someone I play, like, my Call of Cthulhu, with the Oblivion Vampire Masquerade games with. Uh, it's the same person who uh, left a comment on our Word... Uh, what's the site we use to upload episodes? WordPress. WordPress. It's the same person who commented on our WordPress for the episode. Mm. Yeah, they commented about uh, Candy Corn. Yes. Damn, what did Candy Corn ever do to you? <laughs> I mean, what did it do? I just don't like, I just, I can't. Listen, I'm not going to get into this again. <laughs> Fine, that's more for me. <laughs> I just don't like the waxy texture of candy corn. Look, I'm fine with you not liking candy corn, as long as there's more candy corn for me. Crumpet, question. Answer. How, how do you feel about mallow pumpkins? Are those the same thing that are candy corn but pumpkin shaped? Yeah. I love them. Possibly more than candy corn. Mmm. They are better than candy corn. They are. I don't think I've had them, so maybe I should try them. They're the same thing as candy corn, but pumpkin-shaped. Here, I'll show you a picture. I think they're probably softer than a, than a candy corn. Yeah, because it, it's like a less shell-to-filling ratio. They are marshmallow-flavored. Yeah. Oh, those! Yeah, those I don't friends. like those either! <laughs> Not surprising. <Sick. laughs> such a fun way to say that oh those i don't like those <laughs> oh please get them away from me no thank you <laughs> i have one final question for you crumpet i have several final answers for you uh if you had to pick between cure black cure white or shiny luminous as your favorite pretty cure would you pick Give, I don't think this is a very good episode to have had a singular opinion from. You have to pick one. Yeah, but you've listened to a bunch of episodes. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm just commenting on that at the top. I know. <laughs> I, I feel like it's got to be Shiny Luminous. She did the coolest thing. 
Ooh. Good thing you weren't here for the episodes where she did nothing. <laughs> I, I remember hearing that, and I, I thought to myself as I was watching the episode, oh, I'm glad she did something this episode. Congratulations, Shiny Lou. Good for you. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah, you do that thing. <laughs> all right, that's all the questions I have for you for now. What is this website that I found? Sorry, I've been kind of like... While you've been talking, I have been listening, but I've also been like looking around this website that I got that picture of a mallow pumpkin from. Mm. Uh, they just feel like yeah. you know, like nice. They're, they're, their description is America's oldest candy store. That's not true. Um, well, established in 1863, so it could be. It could be, but I doubt it. What kind of candy they sell. Um. You know, just like all sorts. They got like a bunch of. Uh, I'm looking at the craft chocolate right now. Ooh. They have a. They have bonbons in the shape of the Liberty Bell. Ooh. Large bean to bar peanut butter cups. White chocolate with gin botanicals. Ooh. Gin, gin botanicals. I think that's the stuff that they use to flavor gin. Ah. Burly burly bars. Ooh. Okay, uh, a chocolate bomb, like one of those hot chocolate bombs, but in the shape of the Liberty Bell. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. All right. I'm closing this time. <laughs> Let us get into the episode. It this was an interesting episode because uh, it introduces a new character. <laughs> it introduces the naughty princess. Who, mm. Can can I can I change my answer to who's my favorite pretty cure? Sure. I, it's it's the new one. It's it's Lulin. <laughs> Lulin I love them. Lulin's a fairy, but Lulin's I love a them. Fairy. <laughs> yeah. They're very good. Lulin, uh, we'll talk about probably like this again, but Lulin does remind me a lot of uh, Poland when Poland first showed up. Mm-hmm. It also officially establishes Poland as an older brother. It does. All right, let's get into the episode. Uh, so we start this episode in the Field of Light, where mm-hmm. we see uh, Wisdom and Senior talking. Talking about the Prism Hopish, which is acting funny. Yeah, it's acting real weird. It's glowing as they speak. Yeah. All right, so... So which one is is Wisdom and which one is Senior? Because I have no idea. Senior's the old man one. Okay, I probably could have guessed that. And Wisdom's the little one. Okay. Yeah, the little orbs uh, floating near him. Okay. Does he still have the orbs? I thought those were the prism stones. Well, no, like, when he's walking, the little orbs, like, show around him. I think they were the prism stones, though, but they were orbs. Yeah, it's really weird. I don't, Wisdom's a weird (laughs) dude. He's just doing his best. The stones glow gold, and then light shoot up into the sky. They fire a beam. Yes. And, and then like neither of them were expecting that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a little shadow that shows up in the beam and goes flying up into the sky. Yeah. And then we get the intro. Yeah. What did you think of the intro? Uh, I thought it was very strange, because I listened to all my podcasts at 1.28 times speed, so it felt very slow. Ah, yes, because we do use the, the I, music. I'm used to hearing it at that speed. Is <laughs> <laughs> even the right song? I don't remember. I think it is. Yeah, I think that's it. Hey, uh, and then we get a really weird scene. Uh, and like, uh, is this the dark zone? Is this... Yeah, it's, it's definitely the dark zone. It's like the dark zone that we saw near the end of last season. Yeah. You know, red skies and all that. And there's yeah. just a body in the dirt and it's smoking. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it's Baldez. Oh, you think it's that's Baldez? We see like, a, we see his chin for a second and I'm like, that's Baldez's chin. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I am yeah. pretty sure you're correct. Oh, yeah. Oh, 
I was like, what? He's taking a real dirt nap. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what is <laughs> happening in this scene that we're watching? Who is this? <laughs> I, okay, also, every time I have to write Baldez's name, I always have a split second of thinking, wait, is this guy Baldez or is this guy Belze? No, Belze, was Belze, Belze was the name for the guy from last season. Yes, I think that was the old man from last season. Yeah, I know it was for sure. I know who it was. It's just like every time I go to write Baldez, I keep thinking, is that the name of the old man from last season? No. No. <laughs> they do have pretty similar names, but not quite. And then Nagisa gives us the recap as she walks to school. Yep. Uh, and she spots Shiho and Mina in the distance who look really. Uh... They're wicked spooked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they talk about how the, uh, someone has appeared. Ooh. Mm-hmm. It's Uruko-san. It's Uruko-san. It's a story passed down in a classroom that should be empty. A single lonely figure lingers. If you chance to meet her, this person who does will be cursed! Cursed! There hasn't been a Uruko-san around here for 40 years! <laughs> this did make me think, did you ever have, like, a ghost story or something like that uh, at your school? No. Uh... No, but given that I was homeschooled, I would have been very surprised. <laughs> I did. Oh, well, tell us all about it. Yeah, so at my high school, there was a rumor that the school was haunted by the ghost of the First Valley Victorian because she died in a car crash on her way to graduation. and so That would be a good reason to haunt yeah. the school. <laughs> yeah. I remember this mostly like towards the later half of uh, the time I spent at the high school, like the, my junior and senior year. I remember specifically one day we were in the choir room. Uh, it, that was around like the area like she mostly haunted. And uh, my uh, choir teacher said something and then the door suddenly just slammed shut and we were like, Guess she doesn't like us talking about her. I remember that distinctly. But yeah, we had a we, there was a room with that the the ghosts of the first Valley of Victoria that haunted our our high school. It's like all the ghosts in Phasmophobia. They just hate you saying their names. Yeah. <laughs> Can't stand it. Hate to be perceived. <laughs> Derek, Derek, are you here, Derek? How old are you, Derek? <laughs> hey, Derek, are you here? Derek, can you hear me? Derek, give me a sign. Derek, buddy, give me a sign. Derek. <laughs> Derek. And that, that's just been a preview of any of us playing Phasmophobia. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so they talk about, Jared Vito specifically, talk about how they uh they both met her. Because Shiho went in to get her notes from the classroom, uh, and then the door suddenly opened. I think you got them reversed. Sorry, Rina. Yes, Rina. Well, sorry, I did get them reversed. <laughs> Rina went in uh, to get her notes, and the door suddenly opened. But there was no one there. Ooh. Meanwhile, Shiho went to the locker room, and then there was a flickering light in the bathroom near there. Yeah. And when she went inside, there was something that looked like a shadow face that appeared over her reflection. Which is really interesting, considering uh, what it is at the end. <laughs> I guess it must have been really dark in there for her to mistake uh, as a shadow. Or, 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 consider, this could be a defense mechanism of creatures from the field of light. Ooh. Yeah. Or... It could actually be a ghost. And there were things were just very conveniently timed. 
Yes. Also consider <laughs> that we don't actually know that those are the things that happened. Those were just speculation of Honaka. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh... Yes, but they tell uh, Honoka and Naxa about this. And then we uh, see Hakari sitting out with her friends in the classroom. Mm-hmm. And Poland's like, hey, hey, I need to tell you something. Yeah. I'm getting all shivery. Yeah, she's like, are you okay? He's like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just really shivery. It's not like a darkness thing. It's just, it's just spooky. Which is really funny considering <laughs> what he's probably sensing is. His younger sister. <laughs> what he's sensing is responsibility. <laughs> I'm getting uh, bad vibes. And then we we see a split second of a girl in the science storage room, and then the place where they still store all the science, you know. Um, <laughs> and then it cuts away, and we hear her scream. Yes. And so the cures run to go investigate along with a couple of other their classmates. And they find the 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 anatomical mannequin that got turned into a giant during that one episode. Yes, uh, yes, has fallen on her, and like all the drawers are open. Apparently, they were opening and closing rapidly. I was thinking about how that mechanic ma- mannequin did become a cicada and became giants and horrifying. Um, that face from during that that uh. I don't know, a flashback, I guess, yeah. Uh, yeah. From before, has been drawn on the chalkboard. Um, so the Cures and Takari convene about what's happening, and Polan, in this scene, looks like Koromon before he digivolves in the first part of Digimon the movie. You're not <laughs> wrong. Yep, and he says, it's coming closer, Popo. Who could it be? They're like, is it well, are people from the Zuko Zone? But he's like, no, no, no. There's no dark energy. Yeah, the Meepos were like, no, I'm not. we're not sensing anything. Nexus like, oh, God, is it really a ghost after all? Just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. Yeah, of course, of course. It's getting closer, Popo. JK, JK. <laughs> Anyways, after school. Yeah. Nexus is heading back to the uh, classroom for something. Mm-hmm. And she gets scared. And then uh, Meeple. Well, yeah, Meeple scares the hell out of her. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> he's a little jerk. Yup. That lived up to expectations. He's gotten better over time. He's not as bad as he was at the start. Um, yeah, now he's just being like a fun jerk. You yeah. Know? And this, like, in this scene specifically, I think that that's a thing that your friends do to you sometimes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, she's able to get what she wants, but then the door opens. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, meanwhile, Hikari is also behind after school. She was cleaning up something. Uh, the classroom. Presumably it was her duty to do so. Um, but she keeps hearing like a running tapping sound around like the locker area. Yeah. So I just bumped my mouse while I was talking. <laughs> so okay. good luck with getting that out, Charlie. I I will. <laughs> just try my best. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Nagisa, back at the classroom, is looking around and then a hand grabs her. Yes. She screams and Takari hears the scream and runs to help. And then we get the act break. Yeah. Yep. A very cute app break. It was very it. cute. Yeah. Okay, I need your opinion on something, Crumpet. I have an opinion on something, Cassidy. I'm not sure if you will. Um, <laughs> <laughs> try me. You'd be surprised the things I have opinions on. The animation when Poland is pushing the, the toy truck around in the act break. Mm. Every time I see it, it reminds me of like Tiny Toons or whatever. You know what I mean? 
I'm not familiar with that specifically. I also am not super familiar with the show Tiny Toons, but like that era of like American, uh-huh. quote, American cartoon shows, you know, because I know a lot of the animation in that era was still outsourced. Oh, I am familiar with that. I forgot. I, I forgot that was the name of that. And yes, you're right. I forgot about like, it's like a real animaniacs animation. It really is like a low budget animaniac style. I just wanted someone else to confirm that for me. was all <laughs> like, it's entirely possible that it's just because, you know, a lot of the animation was outsourced back in the day. Yeah. Um, just, just to confirm, like, you mean, uh, tiny tunes, adventures and American animated comedy television series that was broadcast between September 14th, 1990 to December 6th, 1992. Well, yeah. Like that and animaniacs. Yeah. That one. Okay. The one that had the, uh, that one SNES game. I want to say it was, huh? I don't know that one. I never had a SNES. I've also never played that. I've just seen people play it and act like it was part of their childhood or whatever. Mm. Act like it was part of their childhood, but it wasn't. <laughs> They're all lying. Yeah. No one had <laughs> no one. No one ever played that game ever. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, so we get back from the act break and it was real. That hand was Honoka's. Yeah, I, I love the faces that Honoka is making during the scene because she's like, mm-hmm. oh, come on. You <laughs> yeah. thought I was the ghost? <laughs> How it was dare a real, you? It was a real friend, like, saying, oh, come on. Really? You fell for that moment. It was very good. <laughs> yeah, her face is just so cute. She just, like, got, like, the pouty lip. Oh. Yes. It's adorable. Yeah. Uh, Meeple is like, hey, I feel something. And, wait, Mipple says that she can feel something. And Meeple's like, yeah, I agree. There's an evil presence. And who should appear in the hallway but... Circulus. A ghost. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't seen Circulus in a while. Yeah, no, we haven't oh, seen that who this hide was? nor hair of Circulus, yes. The man yes. whose name never got said for like 15 episodes. And certainly <laughs> yes. didn't get said today. No, this is Circulus, yes. I uh, I do really enjoy, I looked up uh, the Pretty Cure fandom wiki, and the picture below Circulus in the hallway is, quote, Verone's Circulus son. <laughs> Someone did a funny, and I, I wanted to to give credit where it's due. That is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Naxo accuses him of doing all the weird stuff, you know. And he's like, "What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. I have I'm no here to beat you this. up." <laughs> and it's transformation time. Hmm. What do you think of the transformations, Crumpet? Why don't you get to I, see them? I think they're good. Um, I am disappointed that, uh, Shiny Luminous, who transformed slightly later in this episode, didn't also get the silver skin treatment. Yeah. Like, I feel like it should have all been the same transformation, but other than that, well, it was really good. So technically she's not a pretty cure, though, is the thing. Yeah. Yeah, but like, she's also transforming. Yeah, but she's like a god or whatever. I mean, yeah, but like, all she gets is a makeover. That's all yeah. she gets. I guess, like, I can understand why her transformation is different, considering, like... That she's a bit different than the cures, but I think it Like if if like the villains also had transformation sequences that were different, I could see having like different transformation sequences for different types of characters. But since it's just the three of them that transform, if they're not all gonna be unique, I feel like they should be all the same. 
Well, Honokai and Nagatos can't be unique because they have to transform together. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's it's like in Power Rangers when they have a sixth ranger. You know, the sixth ranger's transformation sequence is different from everybody else's. Yeah, except this is the third ranger. <laughs> yeah, but it's in a it's the third ranger to a group that was a group of two for like an entire season. Yeah, yeah and she should have just joined and had the same <laughs> transformation sequence, and it could have been a three way handhold. <laughs> See, the difference here is that the two that are holding hands are girlfriends. That's true. They got two hands. No, I'm shaking my head. No. <laughs> Nobody I would agree, but I can't agree here. And everyone should be girlfriends. Uh, anyways, Circulus turns into Broly from Dragon Ball and immediately unleashes his full power. Mm-hmm. Alright. So they get, like... <laughs> Circulus, like, charges at them and locks them, like, all the way into the field. Circulus has no chill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, full like power just straight immediately. up. Uh, a cicada of all things gets turned into a cicada. Okay, but does it? Because it flies away, and then the cicada comes out of the tree. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, but. But but then when it gets turned back, it it turns into a cicada and it flies back into the same spot on the tree. That's it's weird, huh? Yeah. It is weird. Has anyone seen the cicada and the cicada in the same room? Nope. Is the cicada Batman? Do you think they could have used their uh, purifying power here to put on this cicada if Circulus wasn't also here? Well, apparently they didn't need to because they just blasted it with its regular beam and it went back to normal. That's true. I, I do want to say I don't know how the rest of the cicada have said it, but I really enjoy just cicada. It's very chill, chill minion. I think that's... It's, it's usually like a variant on that, you know, it's like sometimes yeah. a little bit deeper, sometimes otherwise, you know. But it's usually not, like, super aggressive when they say it. Yeah, yeah. Zakena. So the the, the Zakena gets both uh, Kira Black and Kira White, and now Takari's turn to transform. Mm-hmm. Circulus starts powering up. You know, he's he's just mad with darkness. And Poland says, hey, it's time for you to use your move. But then but she doesn't get he, to. Yeah, before Poland can even finish his sentence, he gets interrupted uh, by... The, the previously mentioned uh, new fairy. Uh, a very tiny pink rabbit. Mm-hmm. Who says, don't bully Poland. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a, a weird thing to say to a villain. And Circulus tries to, like, hit her. But Shiny Luminous is able to deflect this attack and, like, you know, just kind of, like, get rid of it. Which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Coolest thing she's ever done. <laughs> she does the cool thing this episode. Uh, and then the cures break free of the cicada zakena, uh, and Circula starts charging his spirit bomb attack. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. To be fair. Yeah, yeah. it's a spirit bomb. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, well, speaking of the spirit bomb. I was trying bomb, to agree, and I tripped over my words, okay? No, you're fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I get it. Speaking <laughs> of the spirit bomb, the cures call out to the people of Earth to lend them their power. Mm-hmm. Yes, and they use and their they, big attack. Yeah, they get their dual discs and they do their big attack. Circular says, oh, this is the light that Aragonos talked about, and then leaves. You know, I thought for a moment, like, I get, yeah, they need to show the light from the sparkle bracelets, but this would have been a good time for them, like, oh yeah, Shiny Luminous just did a cool thing, the cure just broke free, time for an extreme Luminario. Yeah. <laughs> but, but they gotta show off the new move still. Circulus dips before being completely annihilated. Yep. And we... Get to see more of uh, Lulin, who's tugging on uh, Poland's ear. And Poland is definitely not happy about her being here. She's like, hey, 
why are you here? And this is where Honoka starts putting on her Sherlock hat and is like, yeah, so Lulin was probably the ghost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's running around looking for Poland. Got spooked. You know, stuff like that. We learn that she's the princess of light who weaves the future. What was Poland? Poland's also involved the future, right? Uh, let me just Google Poland pretty here. Because we know we could see the future, or at least have, like, weird premonitions about it. Uh, uh, Prince Prince of the Garden of Light is what I'm seeing. Um, yeah, I'm not seeing it on the website for some reason. I know it's, like, more, like, there's something about the future, because, like, when he first appeared, he could, like, see the future. I guess I suppose he can still see the future, which implies that anyone who's a royalty in the field of light has future powers. Poland mm. also wears a crown and looks reminiscent to a small dog or mouse with long ears. <laughs> that he do. That he do. <laughs> yeah, so apparently uh, Poland's younger sister is here now. We This is the first we're hearing that she exists. Yup. Congratulations, Poland. You're an older brother. So this, I, I'm curious now. Is it Poland who's going to grow up and turn into a giant CGI man, or is it going to be Lulin who turns into a giant CGI woman? I think Kari is the one who's going to grow up into yeah, a giant. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but like, but she's the queen. So like, when the queen's gone, who's going to take over? Is it Poland or Lulin? Um, well, I guess it depends on whether or not it's a matriarchy. That's yeah. true. A question we're probably not going to get the answer to, but I am curious. <laughs> Uh, we go back to Akane's cafe, and she says, oh yeah, that story about Ruiko, we made that up. Me and my friends, we were third years, yeah, we, we just made it up. Yeah, we wanted to we wanted to leave a legacy, so we made up a spooky story. Yeah. And then Naisa, like, she tells Shiho and Rina, because they were curious what opened door that they were hallucinating. Hallucinating, ha 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 ha. Hallucinating, ha 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 ha. <laughs> Which I don't feel like is the best way to go about that. <laughs> Tell your friends, you must have just been hallucinating. Nagisa at the, the end of this episode really has uh, protest too much energy. <laughs> <laughs> and Lulin is hanging out with Poland, who is not happy about it. <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. And next time, Poland has to deal with his younger sister. And we learned that Aragonos... Is still alive. We thought he was dead. Turns out he's not. Where the fuck has he also been? He's been lying in the dirt in the dark zone. Mm. <laughs> I think when you kill one of these dudes, they just come back from the dirt. <laughs> they gotta go take a nap and replenish their HP. <laughs> so we have a brand new character in the show. I... We'll see what Lulin adds. Do you think Hakari will be also be able to transform with Lulin? Since she can transform with Bolin. And Lulin is technically her daughter? This is a good question. It's a very good question. I guess we'll find out. Was this a weird way to also let Hakari power up? We'll, we'll find out. Well, because everybody knows the more kids you have, the more you can power up. That's how Goku did it. That's how America does it. <laughs> episode <laughs> i'm interested to see how this new development 
goes for future episodes. As am I. But I guess we'll find out whenever we watch the next episode next week. Thank you for coming on the podcast, Crumpet. Hello. Thank you for joining us. Hello. <laughs> I hope you had a good time. Hello. I <laughs> this is a good bit. I don't know what this bit is, but I've committed to it. No, I figured out this bit. I, the fit, the bit is obvious, and it's great. It's simple but perfect. Hello. Oh God. Actually, Charlie, if you could just dub over everything I've said with just hello, mm. hello, no, hello, <laughs> I will not. Okay, fine. Uh, you said that you had something to defend about uh, putting on our... <laughs> oh, yeah, let me pull up the list. Hold yes. The list. I, I had a proposal. I had a proposal earlier this week for the uh, the list of Magical Girl properties. Uh-huh. Uh, it is a book series. Mm-hmm. And it is one that I, you're going to have to go with me for a little bit on the on the specifics here. But just, just hear me out. Uh-huh. The series is Old Man's War by John Scalzi. Okay. It is a science fiction uh, war series, as you might have guessed from the title. And uh-huh. I think it might just count. Remind me what exactly the uh, the, the the conditions are. Uh, I can remember most of them. It's like kind of like a very like depending thing. It's, you know, there's like... There's like a transformation sequence is the main one. Mm-hmm. Uh, talking animal companion, another mm-hmm. big one. Um, so you know, I'll, I'll just I'll just go through the, the yeah, basic yeah, synopsis. Yeah, yeah. Okay. In in the series Old Man's War, it is a relatively near future where humanity has gone into the stars, and the stars are not very welcoming. There's lots of things out there that want to kill us, and so there is an organization called the Colonial Defense Force. That has decided that has taken it upon themselves to protect humanity and its interests across the galaxy. The way they do that is by engineering uh, clone bodies of old people who have had life experience and also like they don't want to kill the young people by sending them to war. So they take the old people from America and other uh, uh, well off countries in their uh, in their time and uh, take the old people who were going to die anyway. And put their consciousness in a new body. And train them and send them off to war. So there is a transformation sequence. In that their brain goes into a new body. It's just a very, very long transformation sequence that they never get out of. Yeah, you know, I'm not buying it. Mm, but they also they also have a companion. Uh, as part of these cloned bodies, there is a thing called a brain pal. Which is basically a computer that's built into their brains. Which can help them with anything, roughly. See, the way you're describing here sounds less like a magical girl show and more like a Master Chief of Halo. I can see where you're coming from with that. I can see where you're coming from. But Halo doesn't have an animal companion. No, but the thing that you just described is Cortana. <laughs> Point taken. What uh, What other... What other categories do we have that I can try and defend myself on? Um, kind of like a monster of the week kind of vibe. Yep, yeah. lots of different aliens, lots of different aliens to fight. None of them like us. Yeah, but is it like presented in a kind of monster of the week format? You know, it's sort of like a hey, you survived that battle. There's another one over here we need you at. Hmm. So I struggle between dark and light. 
It has to be very explicitly like themed around darkness and light. It is not. I will. I will not even try to defend that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling like this is probably a no. Yeah, mm. it does sound really cool and something I would like to read. But I don't think it counts. Uh, can you hit me with that name one more time so I can add it to the no list? Uh, Old Man's War by John Scalzi. All right, Old Man's War, that. and I'm also going to add Halo. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I think we did also categorize Are Halo we here. video games now to this list? I mean, we have books on stuff on here. Yeah. Right. We have just a band on here. That's, I mean, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Kingdom Hearts. And I, and I remember which one's in which place. Cassie, how do you feel about Kingdom Hearts? I, I want to say yes. Kingdom Hearts 2 might be. Yeah. But the rest of them, no. <laughs> okay. Although m- m- you could maybe also make an, a case for Birth by Sleep, but they don't do the Keyblade armor enough, I think. Yeah. Unfortunately. All right, I'll add Kingdom Hearts 2 to the yes list. (laughs) (laughs) And over here, I'll just put every other (laughs) hearts. And now both lists are the same length. Excellent. Hey, that's nice. (laughs) All right, is it time for plugs? That is a total of 108 things that have been said. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Technically more than that, because you know, there's like generalizations that we wrote in here. I also just like every other Kingdom Hearts or what have you. Yeah. But. Plug time? I guess it's plug time. Do we have our guest plug first or? I think so. I think so. All right, Crumpet, plug yourself. Anyway, I am Crumpet. You can find me on Twitter at the Crumpet. You can hear my work at uh, Moon Harbor Heroes, where I am an editor and producer, and as a voice on Breathing Space Fading Frontiers. You should listen to it. You should. All right. That's it? I... Hang on. Yeah, I think so. All right. For now. <laughs> I can't plan for com- the future, but... I'm getting confirmation from the studio that that is all. <laughs> hang on. Hang on. I'm hearing from our judges. That is all. <laughs> Alright, if you want to talk to us on Twitter, if you want to come guest in the podcast or just say things to us, you can find us at Prepod Engage. Or if you want to talk to me, Charlie, you can find me at Magical Underscore Pride, where I tweet about things. It's different every day, probably. Who knows what I'm doing on Twitter.com. And if you're lucky, you'll see the the posts that C makes from Sir PlayStation 4 posting Final Fantasy 14 screenshots. And <laughs> you'll be able to like them before he deletes them. <laughs> I've caught a couple of those this week. <laughs> you have a very small window, but it's very possible you can see them before I delete them. <laughs> you can also go listen to the podcast I do, like Otherware, Other Pod, where I play Phantom the Brain. Or you can go listen to Breathing Space Fitting Frontier, because I was also a voice on it, and I'm writing for season two. And by the time you hear this, we were already have cast season two. It'll have been too late. Yeah, you. Hopefully, you You're either too made late it to in. Get in on the fun. <laughs> hopefully, you either made it in, or you're just excited to listen to season two when it comes out. You can also go follow Devoid of Space at Devoid of Space on Twitter, where we will be casting by this point for that. So if you want to voice on a horror space anthology, go check it out and go. Apply for one of the voices. Come on. You should at least go check it out to see the really cool art that's on the Twitter right now. For yeah. the profile picture. That'll you be the should check it out. Art. 
you should check it out and apply so I can be an editor for your voice as well as other people's voices. Oh, yeah. It is very good art. I wonder who made it. I yeah, I've, I gotta find out. It was Cassidy. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. <laughs> That's so good, Cassidy. Thanks. I'm really, I'm a big fan of doing podcast yeah, art. You're, you're good at podcast art. So if anybody ever needs podcast art, you should ask me and maybe I will come up with a pricing structure. Unless you you're should. a friend. Yes. In which case, I probably won't. Or me. <laughs> I always you're ask like Cass- a friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am like a friend. That is true. You've subscribed to friend at the fiance level. <laughs> I currently do. How am I not following that account? I, I no wonder I haven't been ca- being aware of anything that's happening. Cassidy, how could you not follow the void of space? I don't know. How'd that happen? I don't Who know. Who let this happen? <laughs> Anyways, you should go follow that account like I just did. Yes. Wait, how do I not follow this account? I would have. I was certain that I followed this account the second you told me it was up. It was live. I was certain I was following this account. Why does no one follow this account? I don't know. It's really funny when I was talking about it, and one of the uh, former writers for the podcast was like, hey, I also don't follow it. I'm like, it's fine. I'm posting the full art here in the, in the group chat. You should. It, it's good art. Thanks. Anyway, Cassidy, vlog yourself. Uh, you can find me on twitter at mad lobotanist that's m-a-d-l-o-b-o-t-a-n-i-s-t you can find my podcast and the stuff that i've guested on my website my podcast and stuff that i've guessed on my website which is same as my twitter handle dot neocities.org mad lobotanist.neocities.org i skipped a bits in there no i think that was everything yeah no i just like skipped a sentence and i had to go back and repeat it anyways yeah you should um go follow rngg or something you should. It's a good podcast. It's a good podcast. I recently, I say recently, it's probably like a month ago now, I did that uh, Gex reboot. Um, it was like a, like a sequel, a soft reboot. Yeah. You it's know? slowly catching up to this podcast. In as number of as, episodes. Number yes. of numbered episodes. Yes. As long as we don't have a big delay again, it ever will. Well, no, if I can convince you to do more bonus episodes because I don't put a mm. number on those. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's true as well. We'll see. Maybe this year will actually be the year with Santa Claus. We'll see um, what happens for Christmas. Oh yeah, hold on. Let me just uh, let me just plug some other games that we did on RNGG real quick, like the last okay. one that got released, which will have been like two episodes ago by the time this comes out. Um, last one we did was y'all remember that like a Tome phone game, Mystic Messenger? Yes. All right, but what if it was set in a fantasy setting, um, <laughs> and you would develop some sort of weird. Uh, communications device that keeps intercepting other people's messages accidentally. Huh. It's called Magical Messenger. I like it. It's a it. text adventure game. Hmm. Oh, also, Crumpet, because you pitched an idea for a text adventure game, I forgot until a little bit later that we had actually done that exact idea already like seven episodes ago. When did I do that? I believe I believe you that I did it, I just you, don't remember. I, to- I told you that we were doing a text adventure and you suggested, what if it was an adventure about text? Right. Um, and that was an episode of the season already, like seven episodes ago, called Writing, parentheses, Writing, close parentheses, Bibliopolis. See, I'd know that if I wasn't a fake fan and I caught up. 
Yeah, well, no, well, we got a lot of episodes and we put out a new one every week, so. Oh, yeah. That's true. Well, yeah, but that gives me six days that you don't put out an episode. That's true. You didn't yeah. manage to catch up on this podcast. You haven't even got. I have. You haven't even gotten to the episode where I make a theme park. Although our episodes were pretty cure. Well, I I, I don't remember how long RNGG is. They're, so they're roughly short. about the same length. Yeah. Um, My brain thinks of them in the same length. Yeah, that's about. Yeah, depends. that's probably. It really depends. Yeah. Um, I'm just looking at more RNGG episode names. It depends. For this one, how many of my goofs you cut out? I don't cut out a lot. <laughs> um, we have Spyro, a little bit good nasty. Ooh. That's a good one. <laughs> um, there was an episode where we rambled on for like an hour and a half, and we were like, we're not going to make a game this week. We're too busy talking about other stuff. And then we still came up with a game right at the end. <laughs> um, so that one was fun. Um, we, we, did, we made Final Fantasy Tactics Advance 3 this season. You know, there's a lot of, like, actual branded ones in the season I'm seeing. We did a sequel to one of our classic famous games from the previous season. We did Frogger's Puzzle Dungeon. That's Frogger's, bud. We had our first guest host this season. Mmm. Because Crash was away. You know. Just some some good bits. I'm just going to keep talking about this podcast unless someone stops me so someone should stop me all right let's end this podcast <laughs> somebody stop me i'll stop you cassidy i'm hitting the stop button i can't it's, it's very funny that you made a fucking jim carrey's the mask joke um, is it because because earlier i did tell charlie like charlie why do you think i'm hot i dress like fucking the girl version <laughs> of ace ventura <laughs> <laughs> you did say that to me earlier and then he'll be a picture I love that dinosaur shirt. shirt, though. It's a good shirt. Dinosaur shirts are, like, all occasion. Anyways, you are hot, and you cannot change my mind. And I do sometimes dress like the girl version of Ace Ventura. You do, but it's okay. I still love you anyways. Should I stop my recording? <laughs> no, no, we're not we done gotta, yet. We gotta <laughs> okay, <laughs> actually close it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, right. hold on. I gotta write something real quick, because I forgot oh. to. All right. Do, I, I got one if you don't. All right, I'm ready. You ready? Alright, I got it. I okay. got it. We're good. So until next time, we need your help, Meepo! Girls be ghosts! <laughs> Girls be cursed! Ooh! Ooh. <laughs> Alright, now I'm stopping my recording. Abandon okay. all hope, ye who girl in here.
right, Compet, plug yourself. Uh, well, buy me dinner first, but. Oh my god. <laughs> you can't leave one up on a tee like that for me. <laughs> <laughs>